0: been waiting for good day to you on a Monday I am still not back to 100% but damn it we need to be here need to be here today one of the best things I ever did in my life was wake up in the morning and say can I please uh, do the show from this this abode and uh, being able to crawl out of bed get over here do the show and then crawl back to bed is pretty much the way I'm gonna do this but today last night needed to be here Packers get that win over the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I want to, I want to get. I'm bringing, I was listening to this one. I'm kind of stuttering. Give me a second here because I'm trying to get uh, the NyQuil out of my head. I'm completely wasted at this point. So, which puts me right into the same mode as the morning show with Evo and Nelly. So, Rowdy, Evo, you guys still there? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, okay. here. we're here, Billy. So I flipped the switch on this morning, and I'm listening as I do every morning because I usually have. you. What I do is, you guys have never been here. Are you guys coming to the holiday party by any chance? We might just. I'll bring Rowdy. Okay. Rowdy's Rowdy's, okay. Gonna,
1: Rowdy's saying he's going to bring a if a woman who is six three will come with them, then he's solid in. So he's she's waiting in the RSVP for that, his plus okay. one. That's okay.
0: Well, if we got to rent one, we'll rent one. We're going to climb go with some it. trees. So because uh, because the, the hotel rooms are going fast, that's the reason I ask. So they're they're flying today. Uh So anyway, I get up this morning and I've got a speaker that attaches to the equipment so I can listen to you guys. As I'm walking around the house doing work. Well, this morning I just turned the switch on and went back to bed. I just closed my eyes. I was listening. And somebody's ripping me for saying that it was the dagger in the Dun Club. And I what the hell was that all about? Uh, so one of our great listeners, Pac fan, Ryan, not the one you're yeah. thinking,
1: this is a different, this is a different Correct. Pac fan. Guy. Correct. Uh, this is, uh, what is he from? Uh, Platteville, I think I want to say. Um, but he is a great listener, but he okay. is a big Aaron Rodgers supporter. Uh, he's been trying to get the, so blue of earth Rogers, you know, whatever he's convinced that she put a hex on the team. So right. I think they broke up. So then the hex is gone and now he's coming after all the people that talked ill of Aaron Rodgers, especially after that performance last night.
0: Okay, so he he puts me on this list because I'd said that they're in the Dunn Club, and it's over. Okay, now, first of all, one win, I said this last <laughs> night, one win to give them four wins on a season does not put you in the postseason. They have got a huge mountain to climb, and the likelihood of them making the postseason, I think, when I read this morning, is like 18%. Did you see that? I, I did. Well, it's up to 25, I think, now, I think, from some implied advanced analytics. <clears throat> So, okay, it's up to 25. Okay, so that, that, first of all, it's far, far away. Secondly, <laughs> the fact that they keep running that dumbass Amari Rodgers out there for whatever reason, <laughs> who has absolutely no effing upside and all downside, that right there is a fireable offense this morning. When you walk in this morning, hell whether yeah. it's Matt LaFleur or Brian Gutekunst, they should say, hey, did Amari play yesterday? And Matt will look at Matt, Mark Murphy and go, yeah, he did. And Mark will go, you're fired! Because there's no way in hell that Amari Rodgers... I just knocked my headset off. There's no way in hell Amari Rodgers should ever see an effing football field the rest of his life without maybe somebody from the old, old, old-ass Oakland Raiders with a big jug of stickum stuck to his grill, stuck to his head, stuck to his arm, stuck to his chest, and, like, all throughout his groin, just in case he's following his own balls. Bill! Because he can't
1: hold on to anything. Bill, this, first right. of all, this is how you start a radio program. Well done. And this might fire you up even more. So you're on Pac-Fan Ryan's list. You know who's one spot? ahead of you amari rogers oh jesus
0: (laughs) christ i'm well that's okay because he dropped me that's mean i fell behind him so i could get peckvin ryan to call in and explain himself i i I have his number i can text him then so so the other thing was is i because i didn't know if i heard you guys ripping me or him ripping me because i said wait a minute last night gave us hope Last night was a win. You enjoy it. But if they don't stack success and beat Tennessee, this doesn't mean S it doesn't mean a damn Hell thing. Yeah. It's something to feel good about, but if they don't win Thursday, it, it, it doesn't matter. Right now, what they did was, this was yesterday, big fat Mike McCarthy walked on the field <laughs> in that giant tan tent that he was wearing and walked in and, and he came in and they were like, you know, here's the Green Bay Packers, Mike, and Mike had his foot up on him and he was standing on oh, I'm the highly successful football coaches. I eat, I eat cheeseburgers at In-N-Out. And what he did was, is he had the paddles right there. And there we're going to be like, okay, the Packers are dead. And then they're going to, like, hit them with the paddles. Clear. And I hit them with the paddles. And, and all of a sudden, they're like, no, this team's dead. So Mike started putting that great big-ass drapes off a window <laughs> somewhere from a coat. that he threw over the Packers' face. Hey. And he was putting it over their face. And then what happened was, and the Packers went, <gasps> And then we were like, whoa, 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 don't cover them up. They're not dead. They got a little bit of life left in them. That's what last night No, was. Bill,
1: uh, first of all, that trench coat's from the Vince Lombardi collection. It's, it's a fine looking love trench coat. Hey, Bill, I don't remember you ever talking smack about Aaron Rodgers, but if you did, uh, you wore collateral damage from me in the buckshot of coming after the Rodgers haters. I never heard you say it, Bill, but if you have a guilty conscience over it, maybe, maybe no, hey, over.
0: I have. No, I I have been as honest (laughs) about Aaron Rodgers as anybody. When he plays well, I praise him. When he plays poorly, I point him out. I call him out. That's funny, I think last night uh, at the end of that ball game, what you saw and and what I really saw yesterday was a team that actually, offense-wise, that actually, they didn't go with a lot of the RPOs. They actually ran an offense. They they put him under center. They put some motion. They brought some tight ends around. They ran the ball. They stuck with what worked. And then finally, what I really appreciated out of Aaron Rodgers, and I even tweeted this, was when Watson dropped that pass, it was the same pass downfield that they had thrown in the Vikings game. And he dropped it. And we saw him drop that crossing pattern. We like, oh, my God. Then they went back to him on the exact same play. He ended up pulling it down and took it in for a touchdown. And to me... I, I even tweeted it. I said, "Give Rodgers credit because normally he doesn't do that." And he went back to him, and it worked. And from then on, it was like a different game. It was it was a different game. It was like the cloud lifted. Like Christian Watson had he caught that pass on the opener against the Vikings, maybe the season's entirely different. But it seemed like everything lifted, and suddenly they started playing. I, I was hearkening back to Susan Sarandon's like um, diatribe during uh, um, Bull Durham. When she says, and for a brief period of time, the Bulls were playing with verve and vigor and life and fun. That's what it looked like with the Packers last night, and I, I, I was like, wow, this is a completely different team. Had they been doing this all along, I, I think it's a different season. They stuck with the run, they stuck with their strengths, they did what worked, and Matt Lafleur called a pretty good game until the end, and Rogers let him have it. And you heard it in the post game. Sure? Roger's like, I hated every damn call. Every damn call he sent in sucked. He got away from what we were doing. He got scared. He, and he wanted to throw it all back on me. Now, Roger's didn't say all that. I'm kind of, you know, throwing the Cliff Notes version out there. But he's right. And so they got away from themselves, and when they came back, it all came back together, and, and they ended up getting a win. So for a brief period of time, as Packers fans would get a chance to breathe, I'm on a freaking list somewhere. I don't <laughs> give a damn, but I wanted to make sure Bill, that it wasn't on Bill. a list coming out of the morning show. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'll, Bill, I'll tell no, you this. No, no it was, list here was,
1: for was... us. You're, you're, in the, you're in the nest, Bill. You're in
0: the circle of trust here. You're in the, the okay. tree with us. I, uh, I give it up for you guys and, and for, for the other commentator, or for the other commentary, I should say, when I woke up and I'm, I'm listening, and I'm it's a lot of Packers I'm listening to the Packers and then when you said and I know you wanted to drop an F bomb in there I was like just, just throw it in do it hit the delete button <laughs> and when you were talking about the uh, the offense of the Wisconsin Badgers what the hell was that Bill I still it's want not to say my an F word do- the grilled cheese sandwich I still am dropping a couple F-bombs here. Like, be careful. Oh, my God. So, anyway, uh, I wanted to make sure that we were all good. No, we're on, Bill. We've always been hunky-dory,
1: brother. I'm just saying, the PAC fan, Ryan, he's collecting the list. He's checking it twice. He's like the the, the Green Bay Santa Claus here, but you're on the naughty list. So, I don't... I don't know. Go ahead. Keep going. Bill, I'm just saying, how good does it feel to have a victory Monday? Very passionate. Amari Rodgers needs to be cut. Aaron Rodgers telling all the haters to F off. Wisconsin football, they stink offensively. But Big Mike and the boys, done. Loved it. The real question now is, are the Packers back?
0: Bill, they're back. (laughs) Listen to your voice. We got three days. We got three days. We got three days. (laughs) We got 3 days to live on glory and if they win put it this way if they win against Tennessee on Thursday night we've got 10 gate 10 days of euphoria to actually believe that this team can do the improbable, to do the relax, to do the run the table, we can all ayahuasca together. We'll yes. come out to the studio and we'll all bring five gallon buckets and just go crazy. Bill, you do you we'll your just Christmas party. Bananas.
1: You do your Christmas party, and then after that, I'll throw an ayahuasca party at my house. Okay, Jen will be our trip yes. setter. We'll see all kinds of interdimensional beings. It'll be awesome. Bill, let By me ask you one, one question before yes. we get out of here, and I don't want to you know, take away from this amazing... No, go ahead,
0: because I'm already sweaty. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, a, yeah, I'm a little sweaty, too, just listening. Bill, did you see and how do you feel if you did about Matt LaFleur crying after the game talking to the guys? Uh, I did
0: see it, and it made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: He really did. Save. I was like, time,
0: like, everyone looked at him like, like, what's going on here? He's the right, only crying well, in this room. He's like, "No, you know what he's saying is, thank God you saved my job. Because had that big man in a big giant Lombardi coat kicked my ass, I was out on the street. <laughs> That's what would have happened. Thank you, God. I get at least one more day where I'm not out there on the government dole. That's what he was saying. That's what he was saying, because otherwise you get beat down by them. I think you're on your way out the damn door, because like Rogers said, they were about at rock bottom. You couldn't go anywhere but up. Yeah, and then so they went get, up. look at how Rogers treated
1: LaFleur at the end of the game. He cuts in front of him. He daps up Mike McCarthy right. before the
0: head coach can even shake hands with the other head coach. Rogers right. right. said, step aside eyebrows. Yeah, I'm you're coming behind, in. Yeah. Me. Rogers walked over and went, Hey, little man with the good hair and the bad play <laughs> calling. Get the F out the way. Get the F out the way. I'm going to give that big man a hug. I'm going to need about four sets of arms over here to get around this big bastard, but I'm going to give this man a hug. Bill, how are we looking? Take yeah. a shot at NyQuil every hour
1: this today. This is electric. Oh.
0: Oh my God! I I'm not kidding you. I got, I got right now. I got a 101 fever, and I'm sweating my ass up, But it's like feels good. That hey, got that's bed. like
1: McCarthy on
0: a nice day in Green Bay. <laughs> that's, that's what he was doing. He was actually tenting a couple of gas <laughs> passes underneath that coat. He's keeping himself warm. Nice job. Yeah, he's cutting weight for wrestling. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you guys this, and nobody else knows. I've been keeping it a secret. So uh, you know, I always do the ugly sweater party yeah. at the house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice this McCarthy's year coming. I kept. I could, no, I kept my sweater completely. Uh, I didn't tell anybody what it is. Nobody. Nobody knows. Nobody anything. So I got it in the mail. And, be, and I didn't tell anybody because I didn't think it would fit, to be honest with you. Because, you know, when you buy some weird sites and everything, you know, sometimes oh, it, it doesn't. I've So uh, I got it today, and I found it for 68 bucks. and I thought, there's no way. There's no way this is going to work. But if it does, it'll be the most outrageous thing you'll ever see in your life. Okay, I kid you not. I put it on. I got it uh, in the mail on on Wednesday, and I haven't been on the air since because I've been sick. I put it on the air on Wednesday, or I put it on on Wednesday after I got off the air. And I, ha- it's a onesie. I have to. Z- I have to. I'm not kidding. You, I have to zip it up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have to zip it up. It gives me the male nut split. Right. I mean, it's like oh yeah. I mean, I'm like I look Blue like. Oh, I'm McCarthy in a, in a football uniform you in this the thing. Moose I swear to God. Oh, God, yeah. I'm hoofing it. I got hot dog burger all over the place. Ah. So anyway, so but it is the giant pink nightmare Easter bunny oh, outfit dude. from Christmas Story. That's yes. what my, my sweater yes, Billy, is. Billy, yes. So... It's worth the price of admission just to come to the party. And that and bunny's got a big
1: set on it, doesn't it? Just
0: oh, he does. We're all yeah, the same. Bu- that bunny's packing carrots, baby. I'll tell you that right now. All right. That's it, guys. You hey, go look, have a great rest of your day. Man, you're not on
1: any list over here. Nothing but love, unit. <laughs> okay.
0: I'll talk- hey, you, you uh, inspired me, too, because I ended up buying uh, some weights. I got some weights coming to the house after awesome. watching you try to lift a Toyota the other day when Jen what, was what taking you mean, your video. Try. What do you mean try? You've been watching well, me you got it up. Toyota. No, I, I give you. I give you credit, and what I was listening for in the audio was just once. I just want to hear you once when you do that deadlift. Just every now and then, man, just let one go, because that's usually what happens. I you did that, that I or did the squat last two.
1: week. It was fine.
0: Scared away some of some weight there. There you go, hey, Bill. All right, man. Up, brother. <laughs> go back up, baby. Woo! Talk to you soon. <laughs> Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. If I last, stay tuned. We got more right after this.
1: Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Welcome in. Good to have you. If you miss the first hour of the show, the minute uh, the podcast is up, I think you need to go back and take a listen to it. At least that first segment, that's when the NyQuil was starting to wear off. You might want to go back and check that out. I'm just throwing it out there. Just a thought. <laughs> just a thought. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so again, 877-867-1670. Also, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers. This time of year, we all know jewelry is going to be in the in uh, in the in the wish list at some point. Uh, and all you got to do is go to kanejewelers.com, kanejewelry.com, and uh, go to the Buy Like a Guy podcast. You can find it over on uh, Instagram, find it on uh, YouTube, as well, and uh, Andy Kane does such a great job with that. So, if you guys you're looking to buy jewelry for the ladies, he tells you how to do it, why to do it, what to get, what to look for, all that kind of good stuff. It's a Buy Like a Guy podcast. Buy Buy Like a Guy podcast. But don't forget Kane and Kane Jewelers in West Bend. It is worth the drive. Joining us now on the hotline, our guy Eric Brancheck of the Green Bay Press Gazette. Eric, um, they they came back from the dead. Uh, I don't know what this means moving forward. But at least last night, they came back from the dead, and that was the team that we've been expecting all season long. And one of the statistics that blew me away was 355 yards out of 415 were via the run and play action rather than the RPO and shotgun. It was amazing to watch that offense last night, a completely different-looking offense.
2: Well, that's what we were all expecting to see. So, I mean, um that's exactly what we thought. I mean, we were, it, this is the way it was supposed to be, in my opinion, uh, back in September, where this is the way it's built. This is the family tree that LeFour is from. You, you can understand how it might have been different. Um, previous seasons, but with this season, that this was the way it's going to be. Bring your guys along slowly at your uh, out on the perimeter in your skill positions, and kind of get after it. And there was so much talk from Packer fans and the media. We got to go out and get a receiver. It doesn't matter if you got receivers or not. If you if you can't block and if you can't communicate where guys are supposed to be in a certain plays, it's it's really difficult. So this was, uh, I think. You know, obviously, you, you know me well enough. This is my kind of football. We're going to run, 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 and then, oops, throw one over the top of you on play action pass. That's what I like to do, and that's my style of football. And you know, it was really fun to watch.
0: So let let's start with the offense first, because I thought the line looked more cohesive last night. I loved Aaron Rodgers under center more often than not. Uh, I liked motion prior to the snap I liked uh, the tight end becoming more involved in some of the counter plays they ran it just seemed like there was a method to the madness last night
2: well when you keep your quarterback upright and he's not running for his life back there everything kind of works a little bit better doesn't it mm-hmm. um, and quite frankly when you're running the football and you got those guys Um, when I'm talking guys, you you got the defensive line who is fighting for their life, not to give up yards. And and when you have safeties and linebackers stepping up, um, to stop the run, I mean, there were times there were eight. If you count outside the tackle box, there were nine guys in in the, in the area to stop the run. And they were still running the ball. Um, so the offensive line is where it all starts. They were run blocking very well, they had great angles. Um, they were able to go down there and pick off backers, Mike, Micah Parsons particularly, and, and Van Riesch. They had a long day. <clears throat> and what that allows you to do is it allows you to, when you do pass the ball for 20 times or 19 times, you know what, if you take away uh, uh, the pitch that got called a pass, it makes it a lot easier. You keep your quarterback upright. He can make uh, a step in the throws, feel comfortable taking uh, time to make the proper reads, and good things happen. So it really, really boils down
0: to the offensive line was was playing fantastic. The uh, last night, the, the fumble that Aaron Rodgers had was just you know two pressures. That one got to him, knocked the ball out of his hand. It, it was tough. I understand that. But when you talk about keeping the quarterback upright, they only had the the two sacks with the fumble are the only two times they hit the quarterback all night long. You're right. I, I went back and looked at that statistically. What I was marking down last night, he wasn't really under that much pressure at all. No,
2: in the the you know the the one times that they were under pressure were, you know, everybody wants to to holler at Elton Jenkins, but you know what? AJ Dillon, you're back in there to to stop blitzes and make sure to pick up anything that leaks through, and he was more um worried about sneaking out in the backfield and try to get a pass out in the flat. That one sack um, that Elton Jenkins had, the the, the strip sack one, that's Dylan all the way. Dylan should have smoked that guy and, and laid him in his path. Uh, but it is what it is. you know. So, yeah, there was not uh, uh, much going on back there and the quarterback standing upright and gave him time. And quite frankly, that's all he needs is a couple seconds to feel comfortable. You saw in that last six games where he's not comfortable back there and he makes bad reads and like, like everybody does. But he doesn't step up and, you know, you don't get to play, what is it, 18 years, 19 years in the league uh, by standing there and getting crushed, you know. So it, it, it he's a smart player on that end of it. And, uh, you know, the offensive line really needed to step up, and they did because that was a very ferocious uh, pass-rushing football team that they played.
0: The uh, final couple of minutes, the final, what, minute and 38 of uh, regulation, what, it, give me your thoughts on the play calling because Rodgers was pissed. Uh, it just seemed like they just got out of what they did and Rodgers was really upset. Now, they only went shotgun one time in that series, but it seemed like they just played to get to overtime, didn't it?
2: Kind of looked that way. You know, And I, that third down play, you know, everybody's talking about, or the fourth down when Rodgers was really pissed off. Um, I, I I don't know if he didn't like the call, I'm, I'm speculating at this point in time, but I guess if I go back to the fourth quarter and in the, in the halfway through the third quarter, when they're down 21-14, to 14, I thought, well, the, the wheels are falling off now because they're going to start winging the ball. And, and to the quarterback and to the the play caller, they stuck to the game plan and continued mm-hmm. to run the football and run the football. And that is the part that it's the first time this season that we've seen them um, put the stake in the ground and say we are going to run the ball. and and they did it and that is the to me um was a mature thing to do and i I think sometimes the quarterback had a little bit to do in some of the the uh plays that got checked out of Um, but i mean they put him on their center he hand the ball off and if he wants to play till he's 45 or however you know when he talks about playing into his 40s that's the style of offense that they had to do in order to do that so he's not getting beat up back there you look at guys like tom brady that they're comfortable handing the ball. If you go further back to the beginning of where this offense kind of generated from, we're talking Denver Broncos and, and John Elway, right, with with mm-hmm. Mike Shanahan, and then he passed it down to all of those young fellows. That's what it was. It was a much different offense. You know, John Elway was wing the ball all over, run around, make the tough plays, and then when they were getting to the Super Bowl towards the end of his career, he's handing the ball off and was making – the throws that needed to be made when necessary because he was a good quarterback, he could do it. And that's the difference between, you know, Rodgers from 10 years ago to Rodgers today. If he wants to last a long time, he wants to play another four, five, six years. That's what he's got to do. And that's what he can be great at. And that's because he's a great, um, he understands defenses. He understands what teams are trying to do to him. And he's a really good at play action pass. And those are the things that are really important. The other thing is every Packer fan should have Mike McCarthy on their Christmas list because if he doesn't make that bonehead call at the end of overtime, we're just talking yeah. about another Packers loss.
0: Here's the uh, the, uh, the the uh, turning point of the game to me anyway. You're right. When they were down 21-14 and then they went down because after that they ended up going three and out and then they ended up uh, going down 28-14. When it was third and three and Rodgers tucked it and, and he, was under, he was in shotgun, he tucked it and scrambled for seven yards, picked up the first down, and then went on from there. I, to me, that was kind of the turning point of the game because I, th- I thought at that point in time, because they ended up going down to score. Remember, that's when they threw the 39-yard touchdown pass to Christian Watson. But had he not converted that third and three, using his legs to do it and kind of getting up with an intensity, I thought that was it because I thought, okay, there's some fight here. Because I, I agree with you. I thought, uh-oh, down 28-14, this game's over. And I wasn't ready to type in Dagger yet in Twitter, but I thought this game's pretty much over. And then you saw a little bit of a, a spark, and then suddenly Christian Watson gets a 39-yarder, and then everything becomes you know, uh, you know, know, history from there. But I, I thought that, to me, was Roger saying, this is it. The, the, he, he, I got to do this. We got to get in, and we got to score. This is it. This is our season right here. Well, one of the
2: things that I, I think a lot of people don't, really realize bill is as great as rogers is thrown the football one of the things that sets him apart from a lot of the other quarterbacks is his ability to run and he doesn't run you know to, you know he's not justin fields or you know don't get me wrong there but how many through the course of his career with the packers how many times has he picked up first downs to keep drives alive to keep games alive and that was mm-hmm. another example of it of, of him going out there getting seven yards and, and that life was good you know so I yeah I agreed that was the play where you kind of scratched your beard and said can they do this can they and not counting can, them out just make yet
0: it respectable. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, defensively speaking, give me your thoughts because I saw a lot of people lighting up Joe Barry last night. But I got to be honest, I the the nemesis has been at times they just get deficient in the uh, department of tackling, and I think at times they just look bad. There was a couple of a uh, uh, couple of over the tops. I get it. CD Lamb had a day, but. To me, at least I saw something different. It was you got a little bit of zone, and then you had guys coming up to the front. They were trying to stuff the run. They were doing things different, pressing on the outside. They moved guys around. Rudy Ford had a hell of a game. But I I just saw something different, a bigger spark out of this team, defensively speaking, yesterday, even if the results in the scoring department doesn't necessarily match the intensity.
2: Well, and some of it is, you know, where they got the ball, too. But I I really thought... You know the last several weeks they've really if you look back from the first four games to where they are now it is a lot it's a lot different there's there's they're not just sitting back and I think part of it is because they realize that you know what we don't have we don't have the dynamic pass rush that they thought they were going to have and now with Gary out now it's even more important for them to heat the quarterback up a little bit and you've got to be if they're going to be successful game in week in week out they got to be at three, third and five plus. Um, so they have to play tighter to the line of scrimmage and they have to take away some of those breakers. Um, you can't go five yards at a clip and just sit back there and wait for the offense to make a mistake, which is kind of the premise of their defense prior to this. And so now they got to bring it to them. And, and now that, you know, Gary's not there, they got through this game. How many more are they going to be able to get through? Uh, you know, that remains to be seen. But that Ingabari, I tell you, number 55, he. He's coming around at the beginning of the season. I'll be honest with you. I didn't not, I really didn't think he was going to be very good and he was going to be productive. And what you see him as a young guy that um, does a lot of things deliberately, right? You know, he's not going to make a lot of instinctual plays. He's not, doesn't have the the quick twitch or the, you know, the speed to take a lot of chances and make plays. But what he does is he does his job and makes other guys better and makes the defense um, work when he does it, when you do your job. And uh, so that's going to help them um, on the perimeter rushing game. Um, certainly if they're going to blitz, um, he showed propensity to be able to do his role and not just run up a gap, you know, to take a, occupy an offensive tackle. So um, one of the, the nickelbacks or safety can, can come off the edge. And the other thing too, that is a little bit concerning is that they still struggle was running between a and B gaps you know geez quay walker at one of these games he's going to surprise us all and he's going to step up and take on a guard and and then make a play at two yards rather than five you know that's that's the, the scary point for me on the defense is the fact that when they got when it's third and three you know there's not a lot of confidence that they're going to stop that run
0: Jerron Reed yesterday talk about his play. I thought you know only a couple of tackles, but he got into the backfield three different occasions last night.
2: Well, the the last play of uh, of the game there was was I uh, was amazing, or not the last play of the game, but the last play on the defensive series there where he was able to uh, of, of regulation where he um, got a piece of uh, uh, Zach or Dak Prescott there uh, to tr- make that ball go high kareen out of bounds that was great that was good stuff i mean those guys are he's done good so that so this is a really good point you brought up there about jaron reed is the way the defenses or offenses excuse me are going to have to block now is now instead of having to have a tight end or a tackle or a tackle guard over on uh, rashawn gary now they pick 97 they're gonna take kenny clark out of the game so you got a guard center on him constantly now you're gonna have a tackle tight end tackle running back out there on 55 or 91 but primarily they can get it done with the teams feel like they're gonna be able to get it done with five and they're doing they did that a little bit most of the time yesterday um so you're going to have one-on-one matchups on the outside with, with Preston Smith. You're going to have another one-on-one matchup on the outside with the or whoever they march out there. And then you're going to have one-on-ones with Jaron Reed. And Jaron Reed is just good enough where he can win some of those one-on-ones. I mean, there were some plays that he made in the backfield that doesn't get any credit for, but he made the play because he redirected the run or he made the quarterback step up rather than just run around outside. So some of those things is you know, when you're looking at the way the defense is gonna play differently without without Rashawn Garren is just that. It's the guys that are not getting double teamed So it's it's really difficult for a one or a zero technique to get to any type of pass rush when you're getting clobbered by two, three hundred pounders. Um, but the other guys that have got one on one matchups, those are the guys that are gonna to have to step up and not necessarily make the big sack but move the quarterback a little bit up so he can throw an interception or make that pass be an errant pass. Some of those things are going to have to happen, and it's going to look a lot different. But if they're going to be successful, it's got to be that and then a little bit more spark um, from 55 and 91 to get the quarterback to the ground.
0: Eric, always good stuff, man. We'll talk again real soon, okay? Yeah, I hope you guys
2: enjoy your week. And again, thanks for having me on. I guess we're on Friday too now with the.
0: We'll be on Friday. Friday yeah, we'll be on Friday, and then we got a little bit of a reprieve, kind of the mini bye. But hopefully, we're talking about a back to back because t- today, uh, you know, is great to have a victory Monday, but it doesn't mean anything if they could turn around and lose on Thursday night. Now their kind of backs are against the wall. I think they have maybe one more loss left in them before you can start talking about the elimination of playoff hopes. But uh, maybe two at the most. But yeah, they they got to win. They got to stack success. Now we'll see what happens.
2: Uh, you know, and really, I hope, I hope Mike McCarthy is uh, still on Aaron Rodgers' uh, Christmas list, Christmas card list. <laughs> Boy, did he hand them one there. You know, as good as the Packers played, it really comes down to that silly fourth down. Why didn't he kick there? I don't know.
0: But right. Yep, no win doubt. Win
2: win, right? They don't care about right? at the end of the season. They just look at the record.
0: Take it any way you can get it. Good stuff, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, enjoy. Take care. See you, pal. There you go. Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, at Eric Brancheck one over on Twitter. You can find him there. This portion of the program brought to you by the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. They're right down Wisconsin Avenue, but they've got some upcoming Christmas concerts coming up. Uh, December 18th, uh, Christmas O'Carolin featuring uh, R- Reverie Road. Uh, they're going to be there, and uh, they've got a Christmas tradition with Rory Mackham on December 3rd, uh, which is even sooner, uh, coming up as well. But uh, they've got some Christmas events coming up. So if you're looking for some traditional Irish music in conjunction with Christmas, they've got some really great Christmas concerts coming up. And again, you can go to ICHC.net for all the information, ICHC.net, or just simply call them, 414-345-8800, whether it's for the events that are upcoming or maybe you want to have an event in that grand old stoic building a uh, beautiful beautiful hall right out front uh, but they also have some meeting rooms and such inside but get a hold of our buddy Corey 414-345-8800 or go to ichc.net for the two different christmas concerts that are going to be coming real soon stay tuned we got a lot more the bill michael show brought to you by our friends at bud light coming up right after this
1: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
2: The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.